Hello, you silly smut sirens. We are back with what would be a hang with your host, a mini-sode, if you will, to discuss the novella Conclave. Hallie? Hey. How are you? Good. This is so fun. I love like a little, we don't ever do like little small. We don't books. just do little like, what is it? Like a, a, a smidge, a smidget. What do I want to call it's it? Like a, a little smidget. snack. Like yeah, a little just snack. A little sneaky snack for a everybody. little podcast appetizer. Yeah, no one ever gets to like. It's like a charcuterie board, you know. Yeah, I love a good charcuterie board. We have a little cheese, a <laughs> little meat, some olives, <laughs> some of those cute little tomato things. <laughs> we are set. We are classy ladies. Okay, we definitely have an edible flower today. <laughs> <laughs> definitely on the board. Well, smeared with honey, <laughs> smeared all the smears. So yeah, guys, welcome to our charcuterie board of a podcast. Hi, welcome. Today. <laughs> um, yeah, we have. I feel like Hallie and I have been like the most busy with work ever. I like forget that we have full time yeah. jobs sometimes, and it has really the last two weeks been like, what's up? Yeah, you know, there's pros and cons, and I'm like uh, thinking you own your own business, you can do what you want until all your employees are on vacation and then you like can't do what you want. Um, and for some reason, I let them all go on the same week. So we're two weeks. So we're just running around with our heads cut off to this week and next week. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Um, we just moved into our new house. I talked about last podcast, but we are fully moved in my, <laughs> if anyone's wondering if I got my desk or bookshelf, it is coming. I can't wait literally Monday and Thursday of next week. And that is Steven's only job is to please put those two things together. So I will finally be recording at my desk. So exciting. Steven, assemble. Assemble. Anyways, <laughs> I forced, I didn't force Taylor. I told Taylor you should read Conclave. It's a I'm novella. Glad you, I'm glad you did though. It was worth it, wasn't it? Yes, it was worth it. It completely defined um, exactly how I feel about a few characters. And right. then it just only made me love some other characters more, Wendy and Damon. Um, and yeah, so I'm not we'll, a big novella person. I'm not either. I want to get, again, we always say every episode, we want more. We want more. Like We want like the nitty gritty emotional. We want to we go on the journey. That's what I need. I, if you could hand me an 800 page book, great. Done. Super. I know it's going to have every little crumb I need. That I need all the nuggets. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, we're not big novella people. Um, but I like when it's a novella that's like part of a series. So like if you really yes. love a series, you get a little more extra. But I think, and maybe I'll ask you, I thought this novella was crucial. And maybe once you finish the whole thing and then whatever, but like, it wasn't just like a fun novella. I mean, it was fun, but like there was a purpose for yes, it. There totally was and you know I as some character development went on I even said when we were reading last one I didn't feel like I had fully gotten everything I needed out of some characters because you know we leave them off in book one and book two and then you hear a little bit more about them in book three but then like you're years apart like you're at least a year apart in every single book so you don't really get any like life development um, it's fun seeing the whole yes. group together and like interacting now that you have a really Being good idea of who everyone is, you know, 
and they're a little family. They are. They're such a little family. We'll get into that more. I don't really felt like we need to do ratings really for a novella, but no. did you, and I, mean, I thought for a novella who doesn't like novellas, I, I mean, I get five stars, but I mean, this series is coming to a close next, uh, next episode will be nightfall. We wrap everything up, but it's our first real long series that we've right. done. And it's been so fun, but I am interested. I'm, I'm excited for some new, fresh things in season three. God, guys, season three, Whew, it's going to be a wild one. We've got some really great things planned. We're not going to reveal anything, but just buckle up. It's going to be really fun. And I hope everyone kind of likes the, the fun face that Let's Talk yeah. About Smut is going to bring forward. Fun. fun. Summer fun. fun. Just summer. We're just going to be 30 Almost 30 flirty. Almost 30 really flirty and hella thriving. <laughs> and just thriving. Taylor will be able to drink again. Um, <laughs> that so. first episode back is going to be a riot. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> if you say. listen to Punk 57, I think it was part two. I got wasted on that you one. You were wasted. I was, what was the last time I was wasted? Oh, I was wasted for before. Oh, I was wasted for Priest. I was no, we did that during the day. You were wasted for one of, I think it was her soul to take. I, yes, I was wasted for her soul to take. <laughs> Breeze was during the day. Not that, I mean, if it was COVID times or locked up, we would have already been wasted by I'm noon. Not gonna but, lie, I probably had a drink sitting next to me during the day. We were having noon beers for sure. <laughs> Just a nooner. Um, nooner. All right, we're ready. All right, guys. But, yeah. Well, it's anyways, <laughs> it's a mini so here you are. <laughs> That's what I love about mini They're just, we have like, I mean, I have like a list of like things that happen, but it's like three things because it's a novella. Yep. But we just kind of wing these little mini Yep. So yeah. personality. I don't think, yeah. I mean, I, we, we should have done listener questions. What were we thinking? We don't, do we run I have podcast? some questions for you at the end. Okay, good. Because I have two like fun ones. I've got, yeah, yeah. About I have two. This night. So uh-huh. Yep, I have two for you. Okay, but I thought we're let's good. get into this conclave. Like we said, as a novella, if you somehow skipped it, I think you should go back and read it. Conclave happens about a year and a half after the end of Kill Switch, and we only kind of know this because Will, as we find out in Conclave, has been off the grid for about thirteen months. And like, okay, can't, we're just going into it. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. do. Let, let's do. Let's do all the nuggets because they're not that many. All the nuggets and like tidbit, big plot things. What's going to play out, and then we'll get into like the spice and the funny part. Because I have a thought on that. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. So we find out again. We're just going to go through kind of what are the big nuggets that we find out we can look forward to coming up, or like kind of wrapped up some things. We have Will's been missing <laughs> so far. Thirteen months that they've actually lost like legit contact with yeah no more texting phone calls right before then it was just like texting and like some bullshit i'm in argentina saving babies or something but i mean like he's not really (laughs) doing these or the vibe is he's not really doing these things we just don't really know what the fuck he's doing right he's he's on his own path is what damon said yeah he's on his own path yeah i think damon like towards the end even says like you kind of get into like how Alex now isn't really doing too well without Will. You get kind of more of a peek into their relationship because they're kind of interesting. When I first read it, they were very interesting. Yeah. It's like, are they like, dating or not? Are dating? they not going to be together? Yes. I first found out like the Emory stuff. I was like, wait a minute. How are they not going to be in game? 
And here you kind of start to see, even Damon says, like, I think Alex at one point even says, like, no one else gets it but Will. And we kind of see they're more just kind of like trauma bond buddies, I think. That's and a then good way to put it. you have Damon that's like, you know, Alex needs Will, but Will isn't what Alex isn't what Will needs. And he's off ignoring what he needs and doing whatever he's doing and basically running away and hiding. You also have Kai, I think, brings up how Will maybe, or maybe it's Rika brings up he has to be kind of feeling left out everyone's coupled up now right everyone's having kids they're all coupled up will is struggling which you will see more why it's worth it in his book he's going through some shit um so yeah that's kind of the will front we heard about this conclave i think like the bonus chapter of kill switch i think is when oh no maybe it's the beginning what do they first mention conclave? Maybe it's the in the epilogue of Kill Switch or something. Yeah. Yes. Damon, Damon like brings and up R- to Rika what a um what it describes like what a conclave is. And if anyone doesn't know, it's when they the Catholic Church is deciding a new priest. They all go into a room and they basically duke it out until there's a new, oh, I'm sorry, not priest, Pope. When they're, it's like in Italy, like for yeah, years in, they've done in this. The, in the Vatican, like they get locked in a room. They and they don't leave their until no. their shit's done. Until the Pope, the new Pope has been decided. Um, so basically they are having their own conclave. I, <laughs> I didn't think at this point we're not deciding a new pope of the the devil's night crew but they basically michael is the pope of the devil's night crew and he will always own that actually i think rika is actually based on the things that i have seen i've seen what i've needed to see and i think rika is actually the queen here rika has definitely stepped up (laughs) just a little you know michael's still in the nba at this point so she's like, 22, but actually let's talk about this. We're just going to go with it. Again, we're going to be off script here. We're talking about the nuggets. Here's a nugget. Um, it's not really a nugget. It's just like a fun thing. Michael decides he's going to leave the NBA now. He's going to retire at 25, the NBA. We have, everyone, can we just mention something really quick? We have not, have not witnessed Michael play a basketball <laughs> game. Or we have like, not attended one. We like we haven't done like press for it we haven't done fundraisers we haven't done any of it no we've had a sex party where basketball players were invited (laughs) during the during the off season right so and then like rika never yeah i think i think you should i think i think it is time because clearly this is not what you need to be doing clearly this is not the path you need to be dribbling (laughs) down (laughs) 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 i was at a soundboard (laughs) <laughs> um, also said about Rika here. She's 22 in college and a mayor. <laughs> Can we talk about it? Can we just talk about it for a second? I was 22, not in college and a bartender. <laughs> if you told me at 22, our, 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 our sec, our, uh, uh, last fifth year round at college, I'm going to be a mayor of Tuscaloosa. Hell no. Allie. Could you imagine no. one of us as a fucking mayor? No. It would be, we wouldn't, I, no. I, I mean, like I said, some things are unrealistic. This was a big thing I was going to bring up to you. And I don't want it to like come across in the wrong way, but they get to do these things because they just have had an unrealistic lifestyle that is not, they're in the 1%. 100%. 
they're in the one percent. They're in, not- they're in the 1% of the 1%, but yet right. they still live in this like little town called Thunder. You know what, guys? I get it. And we said it in corrupt. We love the series. So oh, it's yeah. like, you know, it's like your sibling. I love you so I can bash. I'm not bashing. I'm just like picking at it a little bit. We get it. It's fiction. We've accepted it. But we like to bitch sometimes. And this like is really funny to me to bitch about. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not even making fun of it. It's just, it's just funny because I think we know these characters so well now. Well, they feel real to me. They feel real. Devil's Eye so, is a personality we have now taken over. So then, yeah. And then now I'm like, Rika, what, what are you doing? Your fiance is in the NBA and you, you want to be a mayor? You've been engaged for three years. <laughs> We haven't, we haven't done anything. Why don't you go live it up at some NBA parties? Right. That's what I would be doing. I would be an NBA I would own the team. They would own the team. They can. They can. They can own the team. In this world, they can. They can do whatever they want because now we're the mayor at 22. And I also love that she has like a fucking entourage. Allie just spit out her beer. Because now we're the mayor at 22. I mean, what you know? I just spit Corona light all over my carpet. <laughs> okay, I'm done drinking beer while Taylor talks because clearly I can't handle her sense of humor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, continue, please, what you're saying. But now, she that like lungs, fuck- <laughs> now that my lungs are clear. She's an entourage. And, and she's a PA at 22. <laughs> um, okay, wait, let's fall. We'll, we'll get back into it during their big fight. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, big, I know. Big things. I know. Here, go ahead. We haven't talked about this at all. <laughs> no, I said that we said every week. I gave but like, Hall- no, we really haven't talked about it. I gave Hall- <laughs> I called Hallie on the way home from work, and I was like, "Hey, I just want to like tell you about my life and like bitch for a second, um, so I don't do it for an hour <laughs> before we record." And then I started talking about the podcast. And she was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. like don't. save it, save it." So yeah, this is real. As the producer of this podcast. I thought, <laughs> as the technology <laughs> leader of the podcast, <laughs> I thought the only way to bring this amazing content is if we just put a pin in it and don't let me hear that like, you want my real reactions because I guarantee we're going to disagree about some things on this episode. Oh, big stuff. I'm excited. Uh-huh. Okay. So the little nuggets, we talk about Will, what he's doing. Um, Misha and Ryan are back. Love seeing them. Loved that. I love um, Misha and Damon's. Um, re- I don't think called relationship. Um, banter. Yeah, I. <laughs> it is my favorite. Honestly, my absolute favorite scene. I was cackling at how those two interact with each other because it's the way Damon <laughs> describes Misha. It is incredibly true. It is, but it's so fucking funny. <laughs> you know what I love about being in Damon's mind is we love a good sarcastic asshole. Yes. And he is the number one, like sarcastic asshole, but also someone that's a spoiled brat because he gets so inconvenienced so much about like little things, but he goes, these like tantrums yeah. and it's comedic gold. And it's, in his head like that's the thing like the tantrum is never outward no he's just ranting about how stupid these idiots are and i'm like like, i do this daily 
Yeah, right. And he's like, how the fuck could I be stuck around all this? And I'm like, dude, you choose to be here. <laughs> you chose to come back. You were going to kill um, him and then you didn't. I don't yeah, know. You, didn't you, you could have killed them all and you chose not to. You could have done plan mistakes. A. <laughs> Live with your choices. Thank you. Live with your wanna, choices. I don't want to hear about it. Live with your choices. <laughs> you see what you need to see. And you obviously wanted to stay. You obviously wanted to stay. Um, yeah, we also learned in the beginning that did you pick up on this? I did it when I first read it. That's why I'm asking until like nightfall. But um Rika's mom and Misha's dad are together. Yes. When they meet. Yes. Uh, wait, can we talk about one thing? Damon and Winter's baby's name. <laughs> I- I- Ivar? Ivar? Ivar. Is- it's Iverson, and they call him Ivor. Okay, Iverson. Yeah, Iverson. Okay. Iverson. I yes. was over here like, oh, it's Eva. <laughs> like you're trying to like bony bear or whatever. What's it called? Uh, bony That's what you're thinking, isn't it? But I no, 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 no. I was I was thinking it was like Evar, and then I was like, oh, it's because David's Russian. <laughs> Part of the Russian mafia. And it's like stop. E- <laughs> stop. Enough. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> well, no. Because he's not, he's South African. Okay. Yeah, he is South African. And I was like, maybe we're just pulling him back to our roots. We haven't let the mafia go yet. We're, we're still, we're still in there. We're, we're hanging on to banks as hard as we can. <laughs> yeah, we're Eva. Like, you know what Ivar. I mean? Yeah, like he's like this big <laughs> Russian mafia yeah. man. Eva. Like, I mean, maybe I just said Iverson and then it was no like Iverson. Ivar. Iverson makes sense. Got it. Okay. So, okay, good. I'm not the crazy. God, I'm glad we're having a discussion. <laughs> I'm really glad we're here. Um, okay. Let's get into, oh, some other nuggets. So now basically based on what I just said, me, Misha and Damon are now like step siblings. Yes. And so I, it just adds to this like brotherly rant they have. Right. I also love that like all of a sudden Damon had like nobody and now he's getting like overload everyone. So and it's kind of all the crazies. It's funny and cute. And it's like funny to watch to like be in his brain while he like picks through relationships with people. And all of a sudden he becomes, you know, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Read, read this gut one guys. It really I opens know. up some things for you. I know. We also learned that Rika, um, Rika's dad left Damon money in his will, which was very mm-hmm. kind of him. Very, Very kind of yeah, because we weren't doing well at the end. We were just building. We <laughs> were not doing well. We were just all of us. We were ignoring. This is another Damonism. <laughs> we were ignoring work because we've never worked. Someone said, "Hey, I would like you to build a treehouse." And David said, "I don't have time to build treehouses." Yeah, and thank God for winters. Like, hey, hon, remember you needed a job? We you can now <laughs> build a, a treehouse. And now we have we're brought it up and up and i love like rika said about him after that too of just like how she's so proud of him because he's the only yes. one in the group that's self-made like he's everyone really else had all this something. money damon got all of his money stripped from him not that they were like living poor by any means no they're fine but <laughs> he's worked from the ground up for his little treehouse company and it's turned into a big deal he's like doing what was it um the fountain in front of city hall he's yes and Which, when you talk- uh, Rika helped him with that as the mayor, <laughs> um, at 22. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rika's villain we- 22. <laughs> she Taylor is the fucking what she was talking about. Okay. Rika, Rika knows what feeling 22 means. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> T-Swift suck it. Respectfully. Respectfully, T-Swift suck it. Respectfully, we get it. Do more. <laughs> do more. Do more. Thank you. Do more. Um, speaking of Will, we also get into this conversation about Black church. And if you didn't know, where do you think book four is going to go? We're going to be a Black church. We get Bank's description of Black church. It's just like a rehab facility, but it's no. intense. It's okay. what she says is like, it's basically this like place where I'm not going to give him. I'm not going to give anything. I'm just going to go off what Conclave tells you. Yeah. It's basically this place that apparently changes every year. It always is moving around. Right. And only certain, only some people know where it it's is. It's like the 1% problem child. They send their kids to black church to basically gotcha. like, they're not going to kill them necessarily, but they're going to send them to a place. I think you, maybe some people would rather be killed than go to black Right. Church. So we're going to change completely like everything about you. Right. This crazy and place. so what Banks was Got talking it. about at black church and trying to explain to them, it's, she ends up equivalenting it to um, like wild dogs and in, in the wild. And that's kind of what it is. It's this place and they have no rules. They have no interaction besides the people they're with. And they're all going with the people from other families that have either like someone in private family who like their son or daughter killed someone, they're going there instead of going to jail. They're going with people that are not good people. Yeah. And there's no rules. They all have like a certain amount of food. So like what's happening, it's very like Lord of the Flies kind of shit. Like they're all- I thought that or like Hunger Games. It. Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah, it's very, very much yeah, that's that dynamic. That's not like that's in scary. the, it's not technically in the wild. It's, it's not like that, but it's like those rules, like that- kind of barbaric everyone kind of goes back to like their natural basic instincts there's gonna they talk about someone being an alpha that's gonna be there that's kind of taking over everything and I love when Banks is like and that's not Will so now they're really worried about Will because what we know of Will right now is he's he's the follower he's the little golden retriever puppy that can't stay on his own and that's what they think right we also have a small nugget here where Michael Alex is talking about how they're going to try to get information from someone. Maybe, oh, it's Will's grandfather, the senator. Yes. They're going to try to ask his, like, assistant where this black shirt Alex is. Alex is going to sleep with the assistant. She's gonna, yeah, she's going to try to get in. Yes. And she makes this comment about how someone's like, well, they're not going to just give you his information. And she says, well, it's going to be easier to get information if they think we're putting someone in instead of trying to take someone out. And Michael smiles mischievously and Rika catches it. And is like, what are you thinking about? And he says nothing and starts to laugh. And they end the conversation. Mm. Nugget for book four. Rika is going. (laughs) The mayor is out of office. The mayor is busy. Okay. The mayor does a lot. Oh, oh, wait. Or is it Michael because he's retiring? (laughs) I'm just picking up on some things. Maybe I'm just, I'm pointing you to the nuggets. I'm going to let you do the nuggets what you will. I can just eat them how I feel. Right. (laughs) Right. (sighs) Right. I can fork and knife them if I'd like. Right. We also find out nugget wise Damon's plans to put banks in the Senate by the time she's 30. Michael's going to leave the NBA and start construction on the Cove. The Cove is where Misha and Ryan's story mm-hmm. take place. That's Misha's old house. Well, and then he like kind of freaks out. He's like, you're not going to touch the Cove. And it's like, right. Misha, I think it's time we touch the Cove. I think it's time <laughs> to let it go. I think 
we saw what we needed to see at the cove <laughs> and you were living yeah. underground and right. riding on the walls on the walls <laughs> i think we're gonna move on from this yeah i think we so do. like that's all gonna be in nightfall it's not only black church but it's also you finally start to see their big plan with the town come together and all this shit i'm kind of excited um um let's talk about when conclave begins the attire can we talk about the attire i just thought it, it is it's the one percent of the one percent we are in cocktail dresses ball like black. ball gown all black ball gown. and okay it starts, they all sit down at a table. So I imagined like this, you know, we're on the yacht and it's like the, the, the big stateroom, you know, right. where you go and sit right. and everyone has their position in their comfy chair. And we're kind of sitting across from each other. And Michael Rico are not sitting next to each other. He, Michael shows they both up are at the end of the table. Like right. you already see the power play. Like they're just, they're not good. And then <laughs> we, Michael decides, you know what? I have a little gift to gift and it's fucking necklaces. Banks is like, it's a collar. Yeah. And I agree with you, Banks. Cause I'm like, what kind of culture are we starting here guys? <laughs> yeah. He like disguised it like heirlooms. Like every family has heirlooms. These will be ours. These will be our, yeah. I also like, you- it was very cult vibes, but in the fantasy fiction world, I was like, I was here for it. That's fine. I mean, that's it was basically- a nice touch. Well, that's what we're setting. But again, for. the drama like literally the drama the okay drama. so i have to say the drama of michael and rika at this point if anyone has read a court of silver flames i was getting the most farah and fucking resand vibes and i was like i'm gonna lose my mind on these two like it was later my mind changed this always happens but i'm just saying like they just like i don't know what it i don't i don't i don't know it was I think it's because again we leave them for two whole books. Yeah, and then I don't know anything. And even going though on. they're like around and like fucking um, and getting caught by winter and like right. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Um I think um I'm not even going to get into like the emotional part because it's going to be a fun episode, but I think when you like sit back and then you kind of dive into like the psychology of it, I guess it kind of makes more sense. Well, it makes sense in like a marriage sense. Like they're not married, but they're married and it's like, they're in the, you know what? I'll say it. They're in the terrible twos. I will say in the beginning, when I first read it, I was very annoyed with Michael in the beginning because it was like, he's just pissy because she got quote unquote, too powerful. He and it wasn't yeah. comment like all this power I gave you. And in those, like, I was like, oh, shut the fuck up, Michael. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, and that was at I the was beginning. At. Yeah. At the very beginning before you know everything. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing. Like I texted you, I think. And I was like, like about literally said the fair and, um, Resand vibes. And you just said, ha ha ha, because I knew like obviously more was coming, but they are, it's just, they're very like, um, they kind of put themselves on like this, like power couple pedestal. Right. And that annoys me a little bit because obviously everybody is like, got this whole thing going on. Rika has put this whole thing together. And like, you can tell she's taking on this party planning thing. Like she takes on being the mother of the group. And I, I get it because she's with Michael, who is like the dad, like we said, the Pope of right. the group. Yeah. 
it all makes sense. And then I got into later as to why Rika is acting the way she is. And I, right. I get you girl. Like you got to keep yourself fucking busy. I get it. I think it's interesting reading this now that we're like married, you're pregnant. Yes. Sean, I'm talking about having kids. And I think when I think about that, especially when they're not even married yet, but like, you know, that first year of marriage, like we, you know, but we always Ugh. say like, the first year of marriage for us is the hardest because you're trying to figure out who has what roles and who's going to be the leader here. We mm-hmm. both have very alpha personalities. So like, on that level, when I broke it down, I was like, okay, it's not as dramatic as this, but it makes all the 1% and this is a fictional world. Right. But when I like simplified it to like that, like mm, kind of back and forth kind of shit, I was like, okay, I see it. But Michael, you're throwing a pity party. Get the fuck over it in the beginning. Yep. In the beginning. Um, I do think it's interesting. There's a lot of things going on here. Cause you also have Kai in on this. And yes, they are either the most sex positive group ever. They all love each other. That's why this all works the way that they do things. But then you start to see where it doesn't work. And it's whenever Rika isn't talking to her husband, but she's talking to Damon and Kai. Yep. She's talking to her brother and she's talking to the guy she got his pee pee over butt. Just right. saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was such a, like a quick at first, I really don't like it, but then I see Rika and I want to fucking shake her and be like, Jesus Christ, like, no wonder he's pissed. And well, he's, in- he's insecure right now. Well, and that's why I get, like, I totally understand because, okay, and I was, this is one of the things I was going to bring up is you see with Damon and Winter, even in their first scene, and then we will get into it, he is so, like, aggressively protective, right? Oh, yeah. Then you see... Banks, who is so aggressively protective of Kai. Then on top of all that, you've got Misha and Ryan who are like, they are like, they're like, we're here because of Will. We're here for Will. Yeah, they're like, I mean, I get it. Like, thanks for making us feel included with like the small gift, but like, I don't want to be, what was it? What did they give her? Um, They gave her a necklace at first and Misha said, we've got some things to talk about. And I loved Rika's point of view of that, of it makes sense. I love that it was so consistent. When we talk about characters, consistency this is an example misha is in punk 57 which we read so long ago but she kept it so consistent with misha's character here because he wouldn't take it and i love how rita pointed that out of why he wouldn't and let's go back to punk 57 it makes sense well and he wouldn't because even in in the punk 57 i mean if you i get i feel bad i guess spoiler warning if you Go back to Punk 57, they kind of recluse into their own world, right? So that's very much me. He's a loner. Yeah. He and that's wants how he to is. Be on his own with Ryan, and that's his life, and that's what he likes. And like with so all this stuff, I thought about it, and but then I was like, the, uh, eh, well, well, we don't know. I mean, we know that Michael's protective of Eureka, but we haven't talked about her and him in two books, really. Mm-hmm. And then you get to Kai, who, He's got That's a, just who he's, Kai is, though. Kai yeah, is going he's to like be a very the nicer open. kind. Yes, he's going to listen. But he's he, the most, yeah, he's very empathetic. Yes, exactly. And he does have a big connection with Rika that we saw in book, not the steam room scene specifically, but like, yeah, he's I, so, I'm sorry, everybody, that <laughs> I was so rude about PP of her butt, but it was the truth because no, if, you, was, if was. you take it down to simpler terms, that's how Michael saw it in that moment. And that's exactly how Banks saw it in that moment was I. Oh, 
you two are talking to each other. When they oh. caught each other. Yes. In the room. Yes. Talking. And Banks gets a lot of shit for this moment as well. I'm going to stick up for real fucking quick. Uh, if again, I even shared this experience with somebody else in my own friend group. And this was real life. Um, if Steven was going with the girl that we, whatever, um, with, I would, I would, I don't care how much I fucking trust you. I would well, you goddamn shit. And, yeah. And it's like, it's fine when everyone's on like communicating and you're all on a good same page. But right now, it's with the whole reason they're having conclave because their group right now is a mess. The whole group can feel Rika and Michael and what's going on. Well, we're having no conclave. We're having conclave basically because Michael and Rika. And then Banks now is like, well, their marriage is, or they're not marriage yet, but their relationship's kind of on the fucking well, rocks. Well, then she's like, okay, so Kai does know. So why didn't he tell me? Michael's, well, if I was Michael, I would have punched, I would have punched a bitch in the face so hard too. Because he's yeah. so insecure in that moment. He doesn't know what's going on. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. So immediately we don't, we aren't our best versions of ourselves in that moment. We're all triggered at this point. Yeah, I'm going to probably be, a, yeah, a little crazy. Sorry. It's called a human. To well, me, it was a human moment. Like, of course, they're not going to be perfect. Well, and the whole thing that they're like, she, okay. And then you get down into the nitty gritty, like when they start talking about their relationship and everything later in their conclave, you know, round tables circle, they, the biggest thing is, is Rika's like, I don't feel like you're giving me the love and the protection that I want in that moment with the Kai situation, that is, that's Michael giving love and protection being like, Whoa, I'm pissed off. But like he went after Kai, he didn't go after Rika. So it was kind of like, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I understood it. Yeah. I understood it. Their dynamic for me in that, in this portion of the novella, I was kind of just like, Oh my God. But then it's a mess. But then there's something to even take this down to simpler terms that I realized is they're 22 and 25. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they've gone through some I've trauma. Seen, I've seen what I need to see. I know me at 22. I also know me at 25. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't exactly. I right wasn't saying. I'm not even saying now. I yeah. definitely wasn't saying then. I'm just medicating. I, I got it. I got it all. <laughs> I'm just medicating. I got it all. So there's that. I don't know how Kai figured it out. That's a little gray to me. Well, she, he was like, I was there. What, like, did she get a fucking phone call and it was on speaker? Like a voicemail? I like, I didn't understand bad. how he just found out. So whatever. That's fine. It's good for the story. I get it. Yeah. Um, then let's just go into the Mike Rico showdown while we're here. Yeah. From there on out. She, um, Michael knows it's something deep rooted and he doesn't know what it is, but you see him constantly pushing her to finally like, just tell him he says some things about how it basically just comes down to, he doesn't feel like he can teach her anything anymore. Yeah. And like, she's gotten so much power he and you have to understand he's gone apparently at the nba he's not he's around traveling a lot okay <laughs> right i love how damon was like well you're not really around much i was like damon not now i agree but like not now damon damon sh- damon, damon. So, like, i loved it is damon to do that like he didn't get yeah. um so you kind of start seeing these insecurities on michael's part which is refreshing because michael's not an insecure person no and it was um, kind of like he is. He's like tap dog. You know, he puts himself as tap dog. Doesn't feel important to her anymore. Well, he doesn't. 
it's not even important. It's just like Rika put has put, I think, put him on a pedestal in life since they were in high school. Oh, she looked up to, yeah, 100%. Right. And now she's like, you're not home. I'm the fucking mayor. Um, she has spread her wings and she doesn't a, need you anymore. I have a personal assistant. <laughs> I, I loved it. I love it. It's like, don't need your you. Entourage. Fuck your PA. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your meetings. He's like, I'm so fucking tired of you and your shit. Blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah. He's like, I didn't want my mom like a woman like my mom but fuck i'd love to have a woman like my mom now like yeah. look what we're going through. it was definitely that kind of male he just needed his male ego striked a little bit more okay and sometimes it sucks to be you have that's what sucks that's that's marriage um right <laughs> and yeah, welcome the daily battle we have here <laughs> um Finally, he just keeps pushing her pushing her pushing her she ends up saying you know i have to prove all this and he's like, why, like, why, 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 why? And she finally tells him that she doesn't think, you know, the odds of her getting pregnant are slim yeah, to none. she's struggling with infertility. Yeah. And so then she was like, I know that I had to do for me, for her way of putting that all together in her head was I'm going to do all these other things to make myself important to him. Make him And proud. then it's fine. It was really sad. I love the way Penelope wrote that. Um, especially, I think now that we're in this kind of yeah. like a stage of life. And then, you know, we have friends that have had infertility issues or we have friends that don't want kids at all. Or we have friends that are having kids right now. And so reading all of that in Rika's head, I understood yeah. more of her side of it. But at the same time, I still want to shake her and be like, God damn it. Rika. Like, no, I got to tell you can't just ignore it, honey. Well, okay. That's the thing that I'm glad we don't disagree on because that's what I was scared. We were going to disagree on was it, it, it really like, I, I felt for her. It's sad. You know what I mean? It's just like, you feel like this part of you that you can't do. And like, you're like, what if I can't, you know what I mean? And, and she was even saying they haven't told her a hundred percent it's no. So she's just kind of in this like wonderment stage. And she knows that this is Michael's dream is to have a family. She feels like she can't give it to them. She knows that he's going to be like, well, we can adopt and we can, you know, we'll do. He's already played it out, which women do all the time. We play it all out the way we think it's going to go. And without giving them a chance to react, actually react to it. (laughs) Right. And this is welcome to your therapy session. This is me. Was Penelope in my therapy session? (laughs) Thank you. Were you here? It was just uh, relatable. It was so yeah. relatable. Then she wakes up in the middle of the night. Michael's not there. She goes to find them. And she hears some things happening in, I think it's like the boiler room or something. Well, so you get led to believe. She's like searching around the yacht. She goes to the captain who's driving them, whatever. And there's a no sh- one seen him. What's her name? Samara, the first mate. Samara. Yeah. Samara. Samara which is, is a dirty girl. Samara's a dirty girl. That's also the ring. If, if I did these things <laughs> on the job, here's what not to do on the job. Exactly. Um, and the captain saw what he needed to see. Let's just say that. <laughs> and he said, you have the night off. So, um, did, so did David and Lev. They also saw so what did, they needed to see as well. 
yeah, and Alex. And, and Alex. Um, they all saw what they needed to see. They all saw what they needed to see. So she's like going around to all the rooms, whatever. So finally, the last place she ends up is like to me, like the boiler room. That's what <laughs> and, I picture too. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's like underground, like lower level. The engine, it's like the it's like the Titanic, and you see the engine like <laughs> right. That's what I pictured as well. Yeah. Um, it was basically in my mind like Samara's court. Like, I think they 100 percent hunted her ass down in the her quarters. Quarters. Like her little car. You know, they love to stalk people. <laughs> I think they all just went and found her and like led her into this oh boiler God. room. There's some dirty, dirty things to her. So you can't find Michael. So she she hears some noises that are like snapping pictures, sees some flashes. Then she goes into like some moans. She, she hears the moans and she turns the corner and she sees Samara buck naked. On the table. All on the table, legs spread. Legs spread. Fingers in the puss. <laughs> hair, in her, hair in her face. That's I just <laughs> was trying everyone to know how dirty this is. <laughs> that was that. Then she's just snippety snap, snippety snap. She's like, snippety snap. Michael. She's like, I can't believe it. It looks. And she's like, oh no, it's that bitch, Alex. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> and she's like, immediately like, oh, this is normal. <laughs> and then she sees Lev in the corner. And she sees Lev approach. Lev comes in. An erotic scene develops of picture making. (laughs) It's dirty. Dirty scene. Lev and Samara start getting it on all of these things. Then we have the parallel to corrupt that I told you about in episode one. I actually loved this. Didn't you? I loved it because like two things about this. Michael was never going to engage in what was going on, but you know, he was watching. I think he also knew that like Rico would eventually find would her find way him. down to it yeah. because she's so she's still got that curiosity that so, he always loves. Spark in her where she's right. Yeah, she, she she's like curiosity killed the cat. Like she is very like right. I want to know all curiosity gets Michael's dick heart. <laughs> yeah, it does. Him watching her watch things was actually That's his like, kink. I it's his kink. It's like voyeurism of a voyeur. Yeah. You like that? Voyeur is my like voyeur. Because he's what? She's Make a voyeur. Terms over here. I mean, just call me the king queen. Breaking boundaries over here. Trademark. <laughs> uh, uh, TM. Uh, TM. <laughs> um, yeah, I love the whole parallel. Like I said, I hope it was worth it for you. I'm sure I built it oh, up. I, no, no, it was. I thought it was super hot. And, and then what, like Penelope does best, there's all these hot, dirty things happening. But she bring or they bring in this emotional level to the that's paramount to the story. Oh yes, like they need this moment. Like they they need this, and I think it was this grounding moment. It takes you back yes. to their like corrupt time where they started. It's like from in, the bottom, not in not it being corrupt. The book corrupt. Um, <laughs> right, right. The let's book. get Unless you're new corrupt. here, yeah. Unless you're new. Um, so then you get back to this ground level of them. And I think it's like such a like just thing for their relationship that they needed, which I loved. I was like, this is great. This is perfect. Um, it's hot. I mean, he blindfolds her again. And just you're like he-, he did back in the day. And you're hearing Lev and David joins David in with Samara. Party. It was David Samara. was invited. Alex is still fucking taking pictures. Love Alex you, Alex is being an artiste. She, okay. She, I literally saw her like just being like, oh, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> pose, she pose, pose, 
until at one point she tells Lev, don't eat her like this. Let me show you. And they both go down on her. Yeah. Jesus fucking. And then she like, and I loved it because I was like, Alex then backed away and started taking pictures again. She was like, like, now do that. Okay. Like I'm the pro do that. So then they started out. Well, then you've got blindfolded Rika and Michael who are going at it. And then something that I didn't expect love Alex approaches the pictures of them. Yeah. So Alex, well, Alex realizes that Rika and Michael are watching on. So she starts taking pictures of them and then Lev joins in. And then now they all start taking pictures. And like, I want to see the pictures. I, I, I want to see the pictures. Penelope. I need the erotic photos. <laughs> like, I just need them. Like, they can be, they can be art. Like, you know, like they fan are. Art. They are so artistic. I love it. If there is a Ooh, fan art. Oh should, my gosh. We should go do, we should pay someone to do, we should commission a piece by someone. We really should. Cause I bet it's beautiful. I bet. I mean, I just like, I don't I know. Beautiful is the word, but it's going to be fucking hot. It's going to be nasty. <laughs> don't add that to spank bank. You can put that over there. <laughs> Side table drawer. <laughs> no one can come. Can't wait here. for Steven to find that with the toys. Oh my God. He would be like, Taylor, you have taken it. A st-. He'd be like, who, first of all, Steven would find this and be like, who the fuck are these people? And I'd be like, well, who is she? Who is she? And then he would be like, I would explain to him what it was. He'd be like, Taylor, you've fictional pornography of a book what are you doing he would not he would he would we would, would have some questions we'd be back in couples therapy <laughs> we would be back 100 percent um 100 that would be fun. he would um that, that, that would be, be the straw that broke the kill's back uh <laughs> yeah i will say i do love the way michael handled the mo- like the emotional moment of it and what he said if if you want to know when your girl's insecure, you, boy, man, you need to read this and yes. you need to say this to them. Well, it was just, just like, oh, well, it's just like, thank you for there's a thing. And it's just this pride and putting yourself on a pedestal that Michael has done. He completely dropped his pride. He completely dropped his pedestal. He was like, I'm going to be there for you. Everything is okay. You know, in a sense, he was like, in his Michael way of like, how dare you think I wouldn't be sick at the idea of having kids with anyone else? Like, how would you think I would do that? Yeah. How would you you or me or nothing period. Right. And she was like, I just like, was at a point where I would rather let you go to have your dream. And he's like, you are my dream. There's no dream without you, bitch. Yeah. I was just like, you know what, Rika, <laughs> you go on and run. I want, I want another book where Michael hunts your ass down. Because yeah. I would actually like hot. that. We need an older <laughs> Michael and an older Rika. I need and that. He's I hunting need her more. ass down. Yes. I need some development. And, and yeah. we need some, we need more. Do you want me to write the book? Penelope? <laughs> <laughs> you call me in whenever you, you're ready. Let's talk about some is ready. Whatever you need. Let's finish. So let, like you said, Lev comes over and he is, he does what he's saying. He's not allowed to touch her. He does get a little mouthful of the breast though. Michael gives him her fingers to. Yeah. To guy. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the end. Alex is the humor. She's like, good thing you didn't let him, you know, have a taste again. And they're kind of confused. And she's like, he would have sucked you off, Michael. Yeah. And Rika's like losing it. Cause Rika's like, yes. Yeah. And Michael's like, that's what I'm here you for. You dare. And she was like, well, hmm. 
not well see we've struck a nerve when it's you you're I can do it but you can't like oh so that and then my favorite thing was though she like hand Alex hands the SD card to Michael and Rico and was like here take a look together sometime and I was like oh that's good it's also I think this empathetic side to Alex that we've talked about before because you know and you get some of this in the beginning which we skipped over but you see more of Rika and Alex's friendship and what it's gotten to now you get um more Alex character development we'll talk about her past a little bit briefly but again Alex is always the empathetic one of the group too and I think she knew things were not good with Michael and Rika and I think she knew this was their moment where like they were going to push through and And why not capture it it? and I just think it's almost like a hey when things get fucked up again just come back to this moment because well it's like most people would write a letter like write read this letter together (laughs) show me the nudes yeah and show me my sex tape you know what we just need to pull out the SD obviously (laughs) obviously we need to be reminded (laughs) this is why we're here Show me the nudes. <laughs> Show me the sex tape. Let me see. Right now. Let's talk about Alex and her past because there's a reason I think she had the camera out and it's due to her past. Did we get a bunch of Alex past though? We, she tells a story of how she came to work and live at the Delcor. Oh yeah. 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 And I, it's back when she was in college and she yes. had a roommate. And one oh, of her and her roommate. I totally are, forgot about this, Hallie. Yeah. They're like zooming with the roommate's boyfriend. <gasps> and they- conduct a not really like a threesome but like a ver- like the a girls virtual- are hooking up while the yes. boyfriend watches them yeah and he gets and real Alex- turned on yeah um he's specifically really into alex screw the girlfriend <laughs> yeah well i would be too so that's fine <laughs> um and alex loved that um then you get into eventually it didn't work out um they want him him and alex wanted to do it again the girlfriend was kind of not here for it um but she did it anyway i think just to like please her boyfriend in the moment they do it again they end up breaking up she can't do it alex and him remain on the zoom call and they do some things then like a week later things go south for alex she loses her scholarship. She's kicked out. The guy is, they're back. The guy and the girl are back together and she has nothing. And so she ends up going into being a sex worker because of this. Um, you get a hint of that. This person that she was doing things with wasn't just kind of like a, admit something. Right. Well, I think she you was get more a, of this in knife. Well, I think it was the first time she was sharing herself and she's trying to strive for that feeling again. I can't say anything, but um, her story is really fucking good. Mm-hmm, I can't wait. This guy, it will be back in Nightfall. Okay. The computer guy? Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. I'm ready for that. Alex's story does get wrapped up, which I appreciated because even though she's technically a side character, you, you gotta love her. I mean, she's just yeah. as much part of the group as anyone. Um, so I like that. Penelope did that for Alex. So, but that whole story will continue. And I think that's why Alex now is like with the camera. I think it's a way that she kind of like watches people now, like this guy watched her through this camera lens. And I think it was kind of a fresh wound after she told Winter. And I think it was kind of her way because normally she would have been in on it. Right. I think I agree. 
I think that was Alex's way to kind of like be kind of close to him in a weird way. Maybe. Well, as I was saying, I think it's like her stri- she's striving for that same feeling that she yeah. had with that. And it's like um, chasing the dragon. That's, that's, that's what right. I was looking for, chasing the dragon consistently. That's pretty much all I have for the bulk of the book. But we need to go back to the first scene of the book. That's what I was literally hoping you would say. Damon and Winter in the pool. Listen, folks. Listen. <laughs> Tell me. I have two feelings towards this. One, same. I have a comedic feeling, and then I have a hot and sexy feeling. Same. I'm confused, but I love it. Um, hopefully, our co- comedic portions are the same. Um, <laughs> winter, so like, had- you're pregnant. Like you're pregnant now. Do you ever have like crazy moments where you just like stop answering Stephen and like turn off your home cameras while he's away and force him to come home in a rage? No, but I should. You should. <laughs> Maybe that would change some things around you here. You really should. I feel like, I feel like you should. Because that's I will say. I will say if I turn off well. my location because I travel so much, Stephen immediately texts me and he's like, why you turn off your location? That. Yeah, I've done Love that before. That. Um, Love but, that. But she does. She's like, you know what? I've turned off the cameras. This man's got nothing. He, he sent flowers. He, again, being in his head through all of this, he said fucking amazing. He was like, I sent fucking flowers and you didn't fucking respond to me. And he's like, like, you're not, she's like not speaking to him, which is so me. I just ignore. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Fine. I'm not that way. I immediately hit you head on. You you come in the door. Hi, I'm here. Taylor's here. How are you? You are ready. Welcome home. Now you Sit are. Sit down and shut up. Maybe I'm going to ask you to leave later. You don't know. Maybe I'm going to tell you to go sleep. Your bags somewhere. are already packed on the front porch. Bye. So this guy, he comes home. Winter. <laughs> this is the comedic Just gold, I hope. It. He, Damon, has hired bodyguards to observe Winter at all times. Was his observer at all times. He comes home. Um, he the is sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. He realizes that dear old winter is in the pool, buck ass naked, <laughs> except for one important accessory. Um, a veil over the front of her face, <laughs> over the front of her face. Now I hate it. I really hate it. I want I, you to- I apologize if you enjoyed that part of this. Not you, but listen, I, I do apologize. It's me being an asshole. I totally own up to it. Also, it's not going to help. And I think that's like the veil is probably like some like ballet. It's for a ballet. It's for a piece. She's not just like, it's she's practicing like practicing for her show and her head. And she's getting, probably getting used to it. We know. But the fact is. I just feel like a sheet over her face. And she's just like. <laughs> 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 Like, what if you fell? Titties, I, titties are flying. Like, butt naked. Tits are out. She's flying. It's because I know me in a pool and I'm not elegant. Listen, like, listen. And I'm I know clown, I'm, I'm drowning. I also know me in a pool as I like, like to move around. Like I'm such a fucking social butterfly. I like will playing mermaid the, in the pool. Yes. I'll forget where the deep end is. What if this happened to winter with said veil on? Now. <laughs> Die. she could have died i mean she wouldn't have because she had the observer. i bet you like saran wrap of face yeah. i don't know why but i do <laughs> like that's all i imagined was her like coming like doing this arabesque and then <gasps> coming up for fucking air because i was like synchronized swimming yes like i just do not know what's going titties on. Was, flopping 
Badge out. <laughs> and then, like, you do a handstand, you know? <laughs> I think they want to see that. Badge. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But I just, there's just like a lot. I was just like, winter. And I know she was doing it because she like had a gut feeling that she was going to piss off Damon enough that she was going to be butt naked in the pool and that would piss off Damon. Like that would be it. Like I but know bitch, you're going to get this bodyguard killed. Yeah. So meanwhile, this Your is husband's a psycho. Hello. Also, the poor bodyguard. <laughs> so bad. I felt for him. I would have been like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> Could you imagine their walkie-talkies back and forth, like their earpiece? And they'd be like, "Is anyone? Is this just a me thing? Is this? Is anyone?" But I feel like when Damon goes up base, I'd be like, "Dude, I'm making sure she doesn't drown." Do you see that I'd be like, base? Do you see the fail, bro? <laughs> I don't listen. She's done like 14 spread eagles in front of me. It's not about the vag. Let me tell you, I don't know how she's coming back up for air. <laughs> I don't know how we don't have the curtain wrapped around us right now. Like, I, Hallie, I literally was just Thank like, God you brought the sandwich knife out. We may have to cut it from her face. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. I'm going to hiccup so loud. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. So <sighs> then, <laughs> so we but then like, immediately it turns back to sex because something about Damon asking the security guard for his belt i was like oh oh i thought i was like oh she about to get punished like she about to get a bubble up like i didn't know what was about i was like what is this man gonna do i loved (laughs) that he came down to the pool gets in the pool and she's this love I love the petulance, like, ignoring. Like, I love the the petulance of it all. Yes, still ignoring him. And Damon is, like, literally, like, are you fucking, like, okay, continue on. And then he starts doing everything that she likes. Yeah, he goes her with Ariane and is like, yeah, your sister would have That's what blah, saying. blah, blah. And she would have been cracks. waiting on her knees. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then so she like, cracks. And I loved it because he knows, like, guys, you know, it's such a sick thing, though. Okay, Look, so here's- we get it toxic, but when you're both understanding a mutual love and respect, it's it's foreplay. Thank you. It's I that. agree to this. Foreplay. It's toxic. I I do this shit in my own marriage. Me like, too, and I like, love it. I love if I'm like, I can go you. Yeah, if I can push you to crack and then you like, I love you more. (laughs) So (laughs) I win, you lose. Bye. I win. (laughs) And Damon, he fucking wins. Let me tell you. Wraps that belt around her neck and yanks it. And says, listen up. I'm not against it. I'm not going to lie. And he still does everything in a very caring manner. I just have to preface that. Like, he's not trying to hurt her. Winter likes it. She's doing this on purpose to get this exact reaction. Yeah. No, I agree. And I loved So then to prove his point more, he's going to screw your vagina. That's what I was gonna say. We're I going was, to the booty. I like took a deep breath to give you <laughs> Did you hear me? Yeah. Did you hear me? I was like, yeah. yeah. Um and just um, to again like make her more nervous, like more more yeah. dominating, more and then he's like, like, You better say something. And then she doesn't. He continues and then she starts to say his name and he's like, No, no. You had your chance. You don't get to speak anymore. Dead. Dead. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to hear it. On the floor. Well, he was like, screaming. 
I gave, and that's the thing. He's like, I gave you time. I gave, this was fair. Fair is fair. I've done what I've needed to do. And you just, you sexy son of a bitch decided to not use your time wisely. And here we are. She does. She gets pounded in the pool in the booty. And it, it was actually like one of the nicer anal scenes that I've read, you know? I mean, I just think it was so fucking hot. Well, it's because it's Damon. Um, but, yeah, true. True. but it was like just down to I just me. love some good sass and I love some attitude. And that was all of it. It was sass and ass. That's what it was. Yeah. Little sass, little and ass. Also, there's like an audio on TikTok too. I'll send to you. But it's actually, you've already heard it. It's from the audio book. But he's like, you're going to leave me. You don't want me. I oh, yeah. was like it's very face good. melting. It's the truth though. Because he's. You want a decent man. Uh, well, I will say there's something about the uh, the audio with Damon. If no one has listened to the audio, I would recommend Killswitch and um, Conclave for it. Just on the Damon parts, if you really want to get into his head, the I was loving it. Oh, uh, uh, it's yeah. good. It's very good. I think that's all we have. I really honestly think that is all we have. All right, what do you see in the final book? What do you see? What do you hope to see? I think it's going to be, we're going to be wrapped in a bow. I think, I don't want to say it's going to be like happily ever after, but I do think we're going to be in a better spot with everybody. Obviously I think Will's going to come back. I think Will, the nugget that I picked up on the most, they were like, someone's coming. He's going to be the alpha. I think it's going to be Will. I think he's changed. Um, and it, he's going to be something that they all never thought he could be. Um, but I just think like Will is finally getting his moment and that's going to be that. I'm excited for the Emery of it all. I'm excited for Alex. Oh, Emery. Um, mm. And then I'm just kind of like excited to see like what I think like finally Devil's Night that we've been referencing back to in th- each story is going to be like com- finally completed. Like we're going to get everyone. Parents and shit. Yes. And, and that's what I think I'm excited for. I'm just excited to see where, you know, the boys from Thunder Bay end up. You didn't mention a wedding. Do you think there's going to be a wedding? Uh, any I, of them? Because oh, none oh, of them oh. are married, but Kai and Banks. I think that Winter and Damon will get married. I do not think that Rika and Michael are going to go through with it. Not in like they're not going to be a partnership way, but I think it's going to be a very like Oprah Winfrey and what's his name? Edmund Raymond. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know who Oprah's, um, but I think that's going to happen. Um. I think it'll be too soon for like Will and Emery to do something. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll do a shotgun. Who knows? Um, one thing I've thought about and like, don't tell me is like Emery at Black Church. <coughs> this is like I something cannot I cannot confirm or deny. That's what I'm saying. I'm like a little. Um, yeah. um, I will say when before I read Nightfall, um, I didn't expect this book to go the way that it went. I was pleasantly surprised. Cool. I'm excited um, about them. It's so like I'm gonna say fun. It is fun, just because it's so like different types of scenes, like different types of scenarios that maybe we don't read all the time. Um, I feel like it's gonna be an action book. It is. It's gonna be a lot of fun, it but it's gonna be good fun action. I think Emery is one of I, I I vividly remember I cry every time I read Nightfall because of Emery. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's super emotionally heavy. Definitely check your trigger warnings, but honestly, if you've been okay this far, I think you'll be fine for book four. Um, what is your favorite horseman so far? Amen. Same. 
Yeah. I think it's like, um, I'm Michael jumped up. A, uh, a, so it know, depends on my mood. Honestly, I'll say like right now, Kai is my least favorite. And I think it's Kai just, gets lost in the series. Yes, he does. You get his book. And like I've talked about before, he is straight and narrow, empathetic, straight edge Kai. And I'm sorry. Those people are just, I'm, I'm one of those lost people. And everyone else is like these domineering asshole psychos. <laughs> exactly. And, um, it, but you're, you're like, girl, mm, winter banks, Rika, Alex. As I'm trying to think it's a, it's a good tie. Uh, I think. I hope I learn more about Banks in Nightfall because I really like Banks. Um, she's kind of done. She's kind of done? Okay. Well, I really like her just because I like how she is. Banks is my uh, favorite. Um, I like Banks. and But I will say Alex right now is, I, I just like, I just really love her. She's cool too. So I think it's like a Banks-Alex thing. It's no like disregard to Rika or anything. I just don't, I'm just like, not connect. I I guess I, I, well, that's actually a thing. If you guys are teetering on who you think you like the most, read Conclave because you get growth from like Rika and things like yeah. that. That like put her higher on my list. I don't yeah. obviously dislike any of them, but you know. Who's your favorite couple together and like their journey together so far? <clears throat> mm, I mean, Damon and Winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I liked Kai and Banks' story I thought it was cool just for the Banks aspect of it because you learned like I don't know you just learned about the survival this girl in survival mode which was really cool um yeah I like Michael and not the most but Michael and Rika are probably number two for me just based on like a couple growing after conclave I like seeing yes. that like I feel like we've been here for 10 years with them and it's like oh my god you grew up <laughs> right and I think they're like still developing into something and I also think we are closer to what they're experiencing so it yeah. is like it's a nice Will and Emery are my favorite couple hands down though um their relationship start to finish is oh my god such a ride but they both grow by the end so much individually and then together and I love them both um okay if you had a threesome scene this is my question do you stop who would it be with of all the characters all of them like in your fantasy world Damon and Michael Oh shit. Ooh, that's a tall order, girlfriend. Yeah. I just think if like I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do you it. Be right? ruined. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If I'm gonna you're, do it, I'm gonna do it. You're not a puss. You're gonna, you're gonna if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have a threesome. <laughs> if I'm gonna have a threesome. Mine is I think I might surprise you. Mine is Michael and Alex. I can see Alex would be fun though. Alex would Michael- be so fun. And then Michael has this like just something sexy seduction. I'm telling you. And that's what made me finish corrupt in less than 24 hours because it's something that's what I'm saying. Like we like everybody. And I think we get stuck on something. We like a really gross nitty gritty. Give me all the details type of book. So that makes these characters our favorite. Michael is. Oh God. In the first book. If this is when you're couch scene. He is scary. He's scary. Seductive. He's scary. But then you have like Alex, who's going to like hold your hand through it all, you know? Yeah. She's going to hold your so hand. I like, I like, we get both the best of both worlds. 
Right. And that's where I think like I would be okay with like Damon and Michael um, because like they're going to ruin every aspect. I'll never have another orgasm from anybody else, but <laughs> like, it's fine. But I, you know, if I'm going to die, it's I'm going to die. It, I'm gonna die on a high. Okay. You're going to go big, go home. Okay. Okay. My last one. Yep. We have to talk about what's like, maybe not rank, but like your top of the top so far of like all the sex, like hottest sex scenes. What's like your top? Oh goodness. Let me, I'll give you some examples. So you don't have to think too hard. We have Will Damon winter shower scene. Beautiful scene. Damon (laughs) and winter at the haunted house. Mm, Michael and Rika in Trevor's bed. Toxic as fuck. Marco Polo with Damon and winter. Fucking great scene. Michael and Rika on the couch, aka Uh-oh. they moved to the catacombs, but you get it. That whole gist. The, the yeah, yeah. four chapters we had. Yep. Kind Banks in the confessional. <laughs> Y'all should see your face. The steam room, obviously. Mm. The linen closet with Michael, Rika, Kind Banks. What's like your top that's like really standing out? It could be more than one. Just give me like your top two or two, three. Okay. Hey, uh, Damon, Will, and Winter. Fuck. That was really good. It's the um, hottest threesome scene, I think, in the whole series. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I <laughs> also loved uh, Marco Polo with Damon and Winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. Um, Michael Rica on the couch, A1 Day 1 was so good. I think that was like my big introduction to Steph. Also, in Trevor's bed was awesome. It was so tough. I would, you know what? It's really hard to say I have my favorites because it's also like a mood thing. And then these books put you in a certain mood where you're at. Um, oh, I know it's so wrong, but Damon and the teacher. Yeah, that was a hot scene. Fuck, that, that was, was hot. Scene. That was a hottest fuck scene. I wouldn't say like it's my top top, but I just have to no. mention. We have to put that in there. Honorable mention. I hated where it went, but damn. That starting, that start off. <laughs> my top three in order. <laughs> are but i but you can't are you damon the will damon winter shower scene you're leaving out nightfall right you're not telling me yeah i'm not telling you okay 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 cool i'm not even gonna give you a hint because you don't even know what you thought you've seen it all you ain't seen jack shit let me tell you is nightfall the drama (laughs) it's it's everything it is everything I'm starting, I'm starting on the plane this weekend. Sorry. Can, well, not this weekend, but you know what I mean? Yes, I mean, we need to break it up. It's a long book. Um, mine is Will Damon Winter Shower Scene. The number two is Damon Winter in the Haunted House. Number three is the Michael Enrica and Trevor's Bad. Yeah, that was fun and toxic. Like, Honorable mention would be Michael Enrica on the couch. That scene just does something. Does because something. Because it's. It's the first little bit you get of spooky, scary devil's and night. It's so boys. like high school, but like not. Mm. Yeah, that's all I've got for you. Two weeks, we'll be releasing Nightfall and wrapping up. It will most actually. I'm just going to say it's going to be two parts because one, it's like a 750, 800 page book, and it's kind of like two part, two part, two plots. It's, it's a two plot. Okay, <laughs> it's two parts in the book as well. You, the first half, you get kind of like what Will's been up to in the second half. The boys are back in town round three, four, five, and six. And we wrap up everything together. Nice little bow. So yeah, other than that, you know, per usual, um, you could just like maybe follow us on like, let's talk about Smut podcast on Instagram. Um, and, TikTok. and on TikTok for Hallie, even though 
guys i have some content on there if you haven't seen it I've, maybe maybe i'm a star i don't know i think you're the drama i am the drama i feel like i, I am the drama and uh you know also like if you want to like maybe rate and review us that'd be super cool keep Please your one stars it's how we get seen it's how we gain Do followers yourself. it's how we keep this thing going yeah and it's like maybe just like we we really do. When people come into the DMs and they give us like, oh, God, you guys make my day. Like you guys don't understand. DM me. I freaking that love gives, it. That makes us feel so good. So that's all I've got. That's all Hallie's got. Um, yeah. We look forward to two weeks away. Two weeks later, Nightfall drops. We have to go read now because it's a, it's a big <laughs> yeah. ass book. I got to start. Oops. All right. Okay. That's all I had. All righty. Bye. Bye. Thank you.